It is indeed time for... The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. I must begin by giving a commendation to Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is a linebacker and guy not to be trifled with. And uh, a protester ran onto the field during the 49ers Monday night home game a week ago against the Rams. And Bobby Wagner tackled him. The police were having a tough time catching him, so this linebacker tackles him. And now this crybaby protester has filed a police report. I mean, give me a break. You violate the rules and run out onto the football field when you're not supposed to. And this is what happens on a football field, at least a professional football league uh, field, unless, of course, we're talking about the Pro Bowl. You're going to get tackled. Had you run out onto the Pro Bowl field, you would have gotten your flag taken away. But um, these protesters make me laugh. You go out and basically are trespassing, and somebody tackles you, and you're calling the police? Please. I say good for you, Bobby Wagner. I saw this happen uh, 21 years ago. The very first Brooklyn Cyclones home game. I was working for the Brooklyn Cyclones in those days. And the there was a an idiot. He wasn't a protester. He was just a drunk idiot who starts running the bases. Starts running the bases. Runs out onto the field. Starts at first base, then second base, then third base. He's circling the diamond. And the police are waiting for him behind home plate because he is, you know, going to be arrested. Well, Mike Jacobs, the catcher, who then went on to be a major leaguer, he uh, played for the Marlins, among other teams. Mike Jacobs doesn't wait for him to come to home plate. He's behind the plate as a catcher. Mike Jacobs runs halfway up to the third base line, halfway up the third base line, and spears him and tackles the guy and then the police jumped on him and arrested him. I have no I have no respect for anybody that's going to delay any of these sporting events because you want to run on the field either for attention or because you're a drunken idiot or because you're protesting. That's not the forum for it. A lot of people paying money, a lot of money to enjoy that game. A lot of people watching it on television, they don't need you disrupting it. There's a lot of forums to protest. There's a lot of forums to be a drunken idiot. And I don't think sporting events are the forum for either. I want to also denounce all of this year's Nobel Prize winners. There's a lot of very impressive winners here. In um, the category of physiology or medicine, Dr. Svanti Pabo. A Swedish geneticist awarded for his discoveries concerning the genomes of extinct homonyms and human evolution. He won for his work in retrieving genetic information, genetic material, from 40,000-year-old bones and producing a complete Neanderthal genome and initiating the field of ancient DNA studies. It's because of his work that we know Neanderthals mated with Homo sapiens. Isn't that interesting? So I'm all for it. In physics, the prize for physics shared by three men for their work in quantum technology. Chemistry, another uh, shared award for the development of click 
chemistry and bioorthogonal chemistry. I hope that's pronounced correctly. Good thing these three chemists did not go to NYU, right? Literature. The permanent secretary of the Swedish Academy lauded the courage and clinical acuity with which Mats Malm uncovers the roots, estrangements, and collective restraints of personal memory. So that's interesting. Um, no, excuse me. Mats Malm is the permanent secretary of the Swedish Academy, and they honored um, Ms. Erno, the 17th female writer to have won the literature prize since it was formed. She's 82 years old, winning her first Nobel Prize. Um, so a lot of very worthy recipients. And, you know, we spend a lot of time highlighting sports stars. We spend a lot of time um, highlighting movie stars, athletes. So it seems appropriate that uh, we should at least honor some Nobel Prize winners as well. Well, I also have to honor a sports star, Jeff McNeil, becoming the first Met in history to lead the major leagues in hitting. He's only the second Met in history um, to honor, to to win a batting title. You know who the first was? You know who the first? Who was it? You think it was Cleon Jones, don't you? No, no, no. My wife's Uncle Mike, who we had dinner with on Saturday, he thought the same thing. Nope. The first Met to win the batting title was Jose Reyes. Jeff McNeil, though, not only the second Met ever to win the batting title, the first Met to lead all of Major League Baseball in hitting. Very impressive accomplishment, as disappointing as it was to see the Met season end the way it did. I have to give a commendation as well to Johnny Louder. What's that? Johnny Louder? Louder! Johnny Louder! Johnny! As uh, Hurricane Ian battered Florida last week, leaving neighborhoods in Naples looking like they had been swallowed by a river. Johnny Louder dove into the murky, debris-filled waters that others were trying to escape. The 49-year-old was on a mission to save his 84-year-old mother who uses a wheelchair. She lives a few blocks away and made a panicked call on Wednesday as the water was rushing into her house, and it reached her chest. Can you imagine how scary that is for both of them? For both The woman who's in a wheelchair, the water is rushing into her house, reaching her chest, and for her son who gets the panicked phone call? If this guy would have waited, his mother would be dead. So um, this is incredible. Uh, he dove right in and rescued her. And uh, he was prepared to do anything to save his mother. And he did. And he did. The mother, uh, her legs were amputated. And this guy dove in, literally, like a champion rescue diver and saved his mother. I think that's great. Uh, so uh, I, I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'd love to be able to save my mother from something, but I'm not the best diver. But hopefully my mother stays out of hurricane prone area. I must give a commendation as well to the state of Iowa. The state of Iowa has the best roads in the entire country. I mean, how cool is that? 
91, if you live in Iowa, congratulations, 91% of your roads are in great condition. And that's a 9% improvement from 2015. So that's wonderful. I almost, I've never been to Iowa. I would love to visit Iowa now just to see the roads. Uh, by the way, if you're curious about the state with the worst roads, it is West Virginia. West Virginia. That doesn't surprise me. Um, hey, I want to give a commendation to early dinner. That's right. New research suggesting that there may be an ideal window of time to eat during the day. Eating relatively early may be beneficial for weight loss, and keeping meals within a 10-hour period could improve blood sugar and cholesterol levels. So this first study found that eating on a later schedule made people hungrier over a 24-hour period when they consumed the same meals earlier in the day. Late eating also led the study participants to burn calories at a slower rate, and their fat tissue seemed to store more calories on a later eating schedule than an early one. Overall, the study suggests that eating later can increase a person's obesity risk. You know, I'll tell you, I'm not surprised by this. My Aunt Camille, she has been eating early. And when I say early, I'm talking 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the afternoon. She's been eating an early dinner, basically a Sunday dinner, every day, as long as I've known her, for literally decades. And you know what? She looks the same now. I don't know that she'll want me saying her age. But she looks the same now as she did 30 years ago. She looks great. I don't think she's put on any weight. Now, not that, you know, anecdotal evidence counts for much, but it is interesting to see that borne out in this. Now, the second study is even more interesting to me because of all the attention that's been paid to intermittent fasting over the years. The second study done among a group of firefighters found that consuming meals within a 10-hour window shrunk bad cholesterol particles suggesting a potential reduction in risk factors for heart disease. That eating window also improved blood pressure and blood sugar levels among firefighters with underlying health conditions. So I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to limit all my eating to 10 hours. If I figure if I wake up around 3, I you know, do my, all my eating between 3 p.m. and... 11 uh, and uh, what? Yeah, and, and midnight. That's easily done. Easily done. That's nine hours, right? Um, I have to give a commendation to Tamara Thompson. This is a really neat discovery. Love this. Tamara Thompson um, is a maritime archaeologist and a member of the Wisconsin Historical Society. She discovered a canoe at the bottom of Lake Mendota, near Madison, that was 1,200 years old. That discovery was made in November of 2021. So why are we talking about her now? Well, she has managed to discover, 12 months later, a second ancient Native American canoe in the same lake. Can you imagine this? She just discovered a 3,000-year-old canoe... Beneath this Wisconsin lake, carved from a single piece of oak, within 12 months of discovering a 1,200-year-old canoe. I mean, that's incredible. I don't think you could be luckier if you tried. 
if you want to find some old canoes, take a trip over to Wisconsin. Um, all right. Let me also commend Taco Bell. I don't eat fast food, and I don't eat um, from franchises. But I know a lot of people do, uh, my wife included. She loves Taco Bell. She loves uh, Chick-fil-A. She loves uh, Chipotle. But I know a lot of people like fast food. So I was very interested in this study, which monitored what fast food franchises have the speediest drive through And sure enough, it is Taco Bell. They led the pack in speed of service with an average time of 221 seconds. That's insane. 221 seconds? My goodness. It's almost been 221 seconds since I began telling you this story. Just think, if you ordered a chalupa or something, is that what they said there, chalupa? You'd have it already. I am not surprised to hear. I mean, I'm shocked at the 221 seconds. That's wild. But I I've, I was once at a Taco Bell drive-thru. It was about 20 years ago with my friend Craig Simonetti. And he ordered a taco. And it was there instantly. It was really, I mean, I guess that doesn't say, it probably means they have a lot of this stuff ready-made. Probably doesn't say a lot for making things from scratch. But if you're interested in a quick taco, I'll tell you, that's impressive. Makes me want to go there just to try this drive-thru. Uh, penultimately, I want to thank um, and commend my friend Matthew Mary. Matthew Mary is a great attorney, criminal defense attorney. He's been uh, a guest on this show, and uh, he's also been a guest on my podcast. He had me on his podcast this week, A View from Mulberry Street, And this is a podcast that has already gotten a lot of attention, and um, it's sort of a better version of what I'm doing on the Racket Report, right? It's all about gangster stuff. And he has me on there. The episode is dropping tomorrow. So if you want to find it, you can find it on YouTube. Just search The View from Mulberry Street. Hit the subscribe, and my episode will be up there tomorrow. Or you can um, search Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeart, and just search A View from Mulberry Street, and my episode's going to drop tomorrow if you want to hear it. We talk a lot about the criminal justice system and uh, organized crime issues in general. So a commendation to my friend Matthew Mary. Please, if you're interested in me or any of those issues, check out that podcast, A View from Mulberry Street. And finally, I want to give a commendation to Jose Luis, Jose Luis Ortiz, a waiter from Nuevo Laredo. A restaurant there called Pascados e Mariscos Betos. I'm imagining it's an Italian restaurant. But um, this fellow um, did a good deed when he was paid more than the actual bill. So according to the restaurant, Jose Luis Ortiz was originally paid by a group of customers 100 pesos more than the original order. That's the equivalent of approximately $5. However, when he found out, he quickly went out of the establishment to look for the customers and give them their money back. The customers were so grateful for the deed that they went back and congratulated the owners of the restaurant for their employee. So the the restaurant is congratulating him as well. They said, we're proud that you're part of our great team and for the great action carried out. And I think uh, somebody gave him a, a television or something. 
uh, to recognize his, um, I don't call it, his honesty. Because I, I think a lot of restaurant employees wouldn't necessarily do that. Especially in, Me- in Nuevo Laredo. All right, uh, that is it for commendations. If you have comments on anybody that I have commended, you're welcome to give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 